verses 13. Today's reading is taken from the book of Acts, chapter 4, and 32 to 35. All the believers were, were one in heart and mind. Had. No one claimed their own possession. No one claimed that any of their possession was their own. But they shared everything they had. So powerfully as with great power, the apostles continued to testify to the resurrection of Lord Jesus. And God's grace was so owned land's work in all of them that there was no needy person amongst them. For from time to time, those distributed or houses sold them, brought the money from the cells, and put it at the apostles' feet. And this was to any, anyone who was in need. This is the word of the Lord. Good morning. Imagine you are a group of a hundred festival followers of Jesus, perhaps like our numbers here today. At Accept G event, one of your leaders preaches a sermon, and 3,000 people 5,000 Jesus as their Lord. Shortly after that, the number has grown to about 2,000 plus men and women. 5,000 men plus women and children, sorry. What would you do with us? It's a wonderful challenge, but imagine it. Just imagine it today. In the earth, what would we do? Anyway, today we start a series on life early church using the early chapters of the book of Acts as our source material. Day of Pentecost, the author of the book, Acts, Luke, tells us in chapter 2 that on the day and west, when Peter preached his message of repentance, 3,000 people responded to that message, developed then, added to the group of believers. Later, in Acts chapter 4, verse 4, as the followers of Jesus believed grew new way of life, it says, but many who heard the message believed, so the number of men who were in Acts to about 5,000. What was this new way of life? And to Chapter 2, verse 42, it says, they devoted themselves to the apostles' teaching, the fellowship, to the breaking of bread, and to prayer. Here we see those who believe four marks of the early church. The apostles' teaching, the common life of on this, the breaking of bread, and the prayers. 
in commenting on Tom Ray's book, Acts for Everyone, the former Bishop of Durham and leading New Testament scholar, separate the right or N.T. right, says this. These four go together. You can't even to teach them or leave one out without damage to the whole thing. Where no attention is given to the world and to constant lifelong Christian learning, people quickly revert social pressures view or mindset of the surrounding culture and end up with their minds shaped by whichever social are most persuasive. With Jesus somewhere around as a pale influence or memory. Where people ignore the common life of the Christian family, the technical term often used is fellowship, which is more than friendship, but not less. They become isolated and often find it dipping of bread, staying a living faith. Where people no longer share regularly in the break Jesus, as the early Christian term for the simple meal that took them back to the upper room in remembrance of Jesus, we have remembered this morning, they are failing to raise the flag which says Jesus' death and resurrection are the centre of everything. And whenever people do all these things, but neglect prayer, they are quite simply forgetting that Christians are supposed to be heaven and earth people. We can share. Prayer makes no sense whatever unless heaven and earth are designed to be joined together. And we're in that already. They sold Acts 2 also records that all the believers were together and had everything in common, thoughts, property and possessions, to give to anyone who had need. Every day they continued to meet together in the temple court favour of they broke bread in their homes and ate with glad and sincere hearts, praising God and enjoying the... This of all people... And the Lord added to their number daily those who are being saved. Is the background to the follow-on passage that we've read today in Acts chapter 4, verse 30. Perhaps you would look at 35 that I have been asked to speak on today. If you have a Bible near you, have it up on the... Look it up now. It's on page 1096, and perhaps, Rachel, we can have screen the reading this morning. Thank you. So, page 1096, or look at the screen, and this passage starts with the statement... All the believers were one in heart at one mind. Isn't that a wonderful thing? What does it mean? Through level, it could mean that everyone who believes in Jesus 
as their Lord and Saviour is united, if you like, that belief with everyone else who shares that same belief. All one in Christ Jesus. You are Galatians 3, verses 26 to 28, puts it this way. So in Christ Jesus, Christ, all children of God through faith, for all of you who were baptized into Christ have clothed yourself with for you are all... There is neither Jew nor Gentile, neither slave nor free, neither male nor female, for and should all one in Christ Jesus. This in itself is profound. Ever nationality causes us to pause when we think about how we relate to fellow Christians of what the statement or denomination. Yet I think in Philippi, all the believers were one in heart and mind goes deeper than that. Paul, in his letter to the church, if any wrote, therefore, if you have any encouragement from being united with Christ, if any comfort from his love, being like-minded, any common sharing in the Spirit, if any tenderness and compassion, then make my joy complete by being letter to the church, having the same love, being one in spirit and of one mind. And in his every church in Ephesus, he wrote, be completely humble and gentle, be patient, bearing with one another in love, make one spirit, effort to keep the unity of the spirit through the bond of peace. There is one body, a sense, just as you were called to one hope, when you were called. So there is a spawn which being one in heart and mind is something that has to be worked at. It does not happen for all spontaneously. You may remember Jesus on the night of his arrest prayed or believe in me believers as follows. My prayer is not for them alone. I pray also for those who will and I through their message, that all of them may be one. Father, just as you are in me and me, am in you, may they also be in us so that the world may believe that you have sent in the early church. So it would appear that something miraculous was indeed happening expressed by the church. They were truly one in heart and mind. And this unity was exclaimed that any the way they lived and acted. For instance, our Acts passage goes on to say, no one incidentally as an of their possessions was their own, but they shared everything they had. And his wife's subside. I think it is in this context that the episode in the next chapter of the instant death of Ananias given them fire through withholding some of the money from selling a piece of land and then telling the apostles that they had all the believers, all the proceeds could be better understood. For this episode surely would have compromised all that were one in heart and mind 
and that was serious in God's eyes. Or, and now as 21st century Christians, I wonder if we truly seek this unity that Jesus prayed for on the early church modelled. My wife Helen and I have tried to follow this in one respect of a not only belonging to our local church here at St John's, but also by being covenant members of the community called Antioch, which is based in West London. Antioch includes members from a community of Disciptist, Catholic, Lutheran and Orthodox churches. Our aim is to be a community of life and mission, disciples on mission. Our website says, we believe we have been united by the Lord with a common way of worship of the Lord. As a community, we are united across church and national barriers in the praise and worship he sends us. We are united by a covenant to love and serve the Lord, each other and all those to live as rats. We have agreed to share our life and resources with each other. We seek the mission the radical disciples of Jesus Christ our Lord and make our lives and our resources available for the but we do to the Lord has given us. Of course, this community is not perfect. Of Jesus, try to be a community across the denominations, witnessing to the love and saving grace, unity. Perhaps you have your own way of working with other Christians to promote, continue to work, being one in heart and mind. If so, that's fantastic and can hasten the at it. For surely this is a strong witness to a needy world and may even early church day of our Lord's return. Now returning to this verse about the sharing everything they had, this served to ensure that there was no needy person among them. Where slavery, Jerusalem at that time, was not only ruled over by the Romans, but was a society and those three was widespread, thus creating a class-ridden city consisting of the free, less, the who were owned by someone. Without a government safety net, the widows, the father life of their own, the orphans and the refugees were often in severe need and the slaves did not have a life acting as the early church, by sharing their resources, were doing something radical. Temple author, true covenant community of God, in contrast to the hierarchical, self-serving, still have opportunities of the time, and this was a strong witness. Today, we are opportunities to mirror the early church. Through our small groups, our connect groups, or in Bible study and prayer groups, we can support each other, including those who are struggling financially or are practically, emotionally, 
or spiritually? By sharing our resources of money or time that no one in physical gifts of hospitality or cooking or DIY skills, we can ensure that the Ealing Star Church is in need. Wider than that, through our work in serving in and hosting Extend Our Soup Kitchen, as we've heard this morning, and supporting the Ealing Food Bank, again as we've heard this morning, we can, it does not love beyond our church community. But it does appear that the early church sold all their homes, for it says that they met in their homes to break bread. Those were laid, as say in verse 34, that some lands or houses were sold from time to time, and the money from the sales, the verse beyond, at the apostles' feet and distributed to anyone who had need. In verse 36, Barnabas, that reading, we even see a person named Joseph, a Levite from Cyprus, whom the apostles called, do exactly this when he sold a field and put it at the apostles' feet. Followers, However, in case we think that the early church was just about looking after their father, the ap- can I draw your attention to verse 33, which says, with great power, early apostles continued to testify to the resurrection of the Lord Jesus. The apostles were here in verse 2 of this same chapter. It says that the Sadducees were greatly disturbed because the, this was a preaching the people, proclaiming in Jesus the resurrection of the dead. The Jewish powerful message, but why were the Sadducees disturbed? Well, the Sadducees were the believe in aristocrats who ran the temple in Jerusalem. And they, unlike the Pharisees, did not their sin the resurrection from the dead. Hence the radical message from the apostles very much threatened the book of Acts status quo. And it is this that fueled their opposition that we see building up in the rest of to that. This was a radical message offering a different covenant community which the Jewish authorities offered. And still it is today that not the message of the resurrection of the Lord Jesus is so radical, so amazing, not only does it change lives, but it also threatens some of the religious authorities Resurrection, maybe even the political authorities of today. Again, as Tom Wright says, always was a radical, dangerous doctrine, an attack on the status quo which declared and a threat to existing power structures. Resurrection, you see, is the belief restores that the living God is going to put everything right once and for all, is going to 
before all things, to turn the world the right way up at last. There, that is why the message of the resurrection of the Lord Jesus is one that we should share in Christ, should proclaim, should teach, and should preach. New life from the dead, for Christ Jesus has triumphed over sin and death through his death and his resurrection forever. This is the radically different message that we have and one that can change lives. Let's not forget. This is the good news. And yet that God's grace was so powerfully at work in them all because of the message that they preached, the life that they led, and the two went together. Firstly, so in conclusion, what can we learn from this passage today about the early church? Called to do if we can try to be one in heart and mind with our fellow Christians. This is difficult if we don't know them very well, and so that is why small groups are important in a church of our size. Able to get to know. And whilst it is lovely to chat to each other over refreshments at the end of each service, we are rarely a study group or the know people very well that way. That is the value of the small group, the connect group, the Bible's daytime and prayer group. So if you aren't in one of those groups, why not join one? We have Nina in the church, evening ones, even ones after our midweek service on Wednesdays. Have a chat with Sam or let me that you office know or talk to another church leader. Secondly, is there some way and see if he could help a fellow believer that you know? Why not offer it up to the Lord in prayer? Need. He puts someone on your mind or that God puts a believer in your path who has a, a strong... I came across this verse yesterday from Proverbs. A brother helped is like friend, friend city. Thirdly, can you help people on the today about of the church by helping with the soup kitchen team once every few weeks? Paula and has told us too for the food but how we can do that. And I'm sure she's delighted to speak to you at the end of the service. Or by providing fit to put the food bank. Jane's explained that the list of needed items for June is by the church door, together with a basket of Christians. Fourthly, let's keep in mind the unique message we have as cook for an, about the death and resurrection of Jesus and the new life that God offers us as a result. Lot come. Opportunity this week to share that message with someone and pray for a good out to play in. Maybe God wants to grow his church here at St. John's and maybe you have a part.
in that too. And to God be the glory. Amen.